I'm Alexia Gordon, author of the award-winning Gethsemane Brown Mysteries, published by Henry Press, and the host of the Cozy Corner Podcast, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. Every other week, I chat with an author who writes novels on the not-so-gritty end of the crime fiction spectrum. If you prefer mystery without hardcore sex and violence, join us in the Cozy Corner. Welcome. Welcome to the Cozy Corner. This is your host, Alexia Gordon, author of the Gethsemane Brown Mysteries, published by Henry Press. My guest today is Connie Berry, author of the Kate Hamilton Mysteries. She joins me in the Cozy Corner to chat about her latest mystery, A Legacy of Murder. Welcome, Connie. Hi, Alexia. It is a great pleasure and honor to be with you. Thanks. It's great to have you here. Now, A Legacy of Murder is the second novel in your Kate Hamilton series. Would you tell us a bit about your first, A Dream of Death? Yeah, the first one um, features some of the same characters, but it has a different setting. It takes place in um, a fictional island called the Isle of Glenroth in the Scottish Inner Hebrides. And uh, Kate is uh, returns reluctantly to that small island where her husband was born and where he died because her sister-in-law, who is the proprietor of the local uh, country house hotel, has asked for her help. Um, the locals are gathering for the Tartan Ball, which is the annual end of tourist season gala. Everything is going very well until uh, Kate's sister-in-law makes two big announcements. She is selling the inn, has sold the inn to a Swiss conglomerate, and she is marrying uh, a local author. And neither one of those <laughs> announcements are um, are pleasant to the to the islanders and the next morning uh, her body turns up murdered in in a bizarre reenactment of an infamous unsolved murder in island history kate um, is devastated naturally but when her husband's best childhood friend is arrested she decides she has to step in she sees the historical connection with the old murder the police are not interested in that but she knows there is a connection, so she begins to dig into it. She has an ally in the form of uh, a Scottish, I mean an English detective inspector called Tom Mallory. He is there on vacation, or so she thinks, and they kind of team up and get to the bottom of things. Okay. And is the unsolved mystery based on a real mystery? No, it, it is loosely based on a story I heard. Um, actually, it took place on an island in Lake Champlain in Vermont, but I've kind of transferred it over. Uh, but it is a fictional story. So the two murder investigations really go side by side throughout the book. And then at the end, they join so that the solution to the one becomes the solution to the other as well. Okay. Now, A Legacy of Murder finds Kate in England visiting her daughter. Can you tell us a bit about yeah. what Kate gets up to? Yeah, Kate, um, Kate's daughter is a student at Oxford University, and she has an internship between terms at Finchley Hall, which is a kind of a crumbling stately home. And so it's December now, and Kate has traveled there to spend a couple of weeks with her daughter before the Christmas holidays. 
It also, of course, is just so happens to be the uh, Tom Mallory's patch. So she's looking forward to spending a little more time with him. And um, she no sooner arrives and she's on a tour of Finchley Hall when um, a body of one of the other interns turns up. And that intern was organizing an exhibition of the Finchley Hoard, which was uh, a magnificent Anglo-Saxon treasure trove unearthed on the estate in 1818. Um, Kate takes over the exhibition and um, bodies start turning up. This time Tom is in charge and uh, so Kate has to be careful. English history plays an important role in a legacy of murder and it sounds also in a dream of death. So you yeah. intertwine deaths in a legacy of murder that occurred all the way back in the 1500s with crimes in the present day. What kind of research yeah. did you do? Well, I, you know, I love history. I've always loved history and I especially love English history. I um, read in order a biography of each of the kings or queens of England um, when I was in my younger years. And so I did a lot of research on this. Um, this estate, Finchley Hall, was the scene of uh, a number of murders. The first one being in 1549, there was an event called the Peasants' Revolt when the peasants were all over England, but especially in Suffolk, were protesting the increase in the rents that they owed uh, their landlords. And um, a, a lot of buildings were destroyed. People uh, ended up being killed. And one of them was the original Finchley. And then there were other murders after that. So there are historical murders in both of the books. So is Finchley Hall a real estate? No. <laughs> um, it's it's based on a number of estates that I have visited and done a lot of research in. Actually, one of them is called Kentwell Hall, and it's in a village called Long Melford, which is in Suffolk. And so it's based loosely on Kentwell Hall. And and how about the ancient murders? Are those based on real real murders? There there was a real peasants' revolt in 1549, and there were some real murders, but mostly I I made them up to suit the story. <laughs> and do you yourself have the a nice thing about fiction? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I said that's a nice thing about fiction. This is true. We get to we get to make it up to suit us when that, whenever the <laughs> facts don't fit what we want, we just make up our own. That's right. Do you have a background in history or, or in antiques? Your your main character is an antiques dealer. Yeah, my, my parents were antiques dealers. Actually, they started out as antiques collectors. And I, I have said before that they eventually did open an antique shop, not really because they wanted to sell stuff, but because they wanted to keep buying and, and the antiques were kind of building up. So that's the world that I grew up in. My parents... Um, loved fine things. Um, it wasn't the kind of country antiques that we think of today, but it was more European things, fine things. My dad loved Orientals. He grew up on the Rockefeller summer home in Lakewood, New Jersey. His grandparents that, who raised him were caretakers. And so he was allowed inside that huge mansion and they had a room called the Chinese room. And as a little boy, he just was fascinated 
with oriental art and antiques and that just never left them. So yeah, that's that's the world that I grew up in. Our our, our house looked a little bit like a kind of a crowded, disorganized museum at times. And I worked in the shop and I went to uh, went to antique shows on the weekends and helped my parents and just about every family vacation we took turned into a buying trip. So that, you know, that is very much the world that I grew up in. And of course, antiques have to do with history as well. One of the things that my mother was famous for really was her um, meticulous historical research. When she would sell something, she would do a lot of research into that and oftentimes come up with interesting um, tales of who owned that particular piece and what it was used for and and how it came to be for sale and so her customers loved that and, and I was the heir to all of that that's what I grew up with and on your antique hunting trips with your parents did you ever make any discoveries like the Finchley Horde or the Blood Red Ring? <laughs> nothing nothing that amazing no but my my parents did buy a lot of unusual things and um, in fact, our living room when I was in junior high and high school had a huge life-size bust of Marie Antoinette. And my my friends thought it was very odd, but I just thought it was normal. You know, <laughs> you, you always think the way you grew up was, it is a normal thing. True. This is Alexia Gordon in the Cozy Corner with my guest, Connie Berry. Please stay with us for the short promo for the Mystery Rats Maze podcast brought to you by Kings River Life magazine. The first chapter of Connie's A Legacy of Murder is scheduled to be performed in early January. Hear mysteries by your favorite authors come to life on the Mystery Rats Maze podcast, brought to you by Kings River Life magazine. Episodes feature mystery short stories and first chapters of mystery novels read by local actors. Hear stories and chapters by Connie Berry, Jerry Westerson, Dennis Palumbo, Cleo Coyle, Elaine Veets, Leslie Deal, Nancy Cole Silverman, Kate Carlisle, and many more. New episodes go up twice a month. Listen at mysteryratsmaze.podbean.com, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And we're back to the cozy corner. This is Alexia Gordon with my guest, Connie Berry, author of the Kate Hamilton Mysteries. We're chatting about the second Kate Hamilton mystery, A Legacy of Murder. Now, Kate's a bit unusual for a modern day cozy sleuth. She's in her 40s, she has adult children, and she's already established in her profession. What inspired you to create Kate? You know, I, I think there's so many um, traditional mysteries and cozy mysteries today that feature younger women, women that perhaps are not married or have had some kind of an unhappy marriage or an unhappy relationship, and they're returning to their family business. Um, so I wanted to do something different. Um, I, I wanted her to, to have a bit more maturity. I also wanted uh, her to have children, grown children, um, who can provide a little bit of um, complexity at times uh, in a legacy of murder. She spends time with her daughter, who is uh, volatile, actually um, a lot like her sister-in-law in A Dream of Death. And um, so that's kind of a storyline, how, how she's getting along with her daughter. And I think most of us who've been daughters, who have daughters, 
know that the mother-daughter relationship is not always smooth. True. Now, Alexia Murder is set during the Christmas season. Have you spent Christmas mm. in England? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Have you ever spent Christmas in England? No, but that has always been my dream, and that actually was Kate's dream, too. Um, it just so happens that, like Kate, I saw an Ideals magazine um, in my grandmother's house when I was a child, and it must have had pictures like of an old English Christmas, and it showed carolers and an old street dressed in Victorian garb, and, and um fire log fires burning and snow falling and I always thought that just looked like a fairy tale it just looks so perfect I have always wanted to do that I've always wanted to go and stay in, in a country inn somewhere in England or, or Scotland but I've never been able to do that so instead I wrote about it <laughs> and you described it so vividly that your reader can be there vicariously through Kate <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I enjoyed it. I, I spent my time vicariously through Kate, too. Now, Alexia Murder ends on a bit of a romantic cliffhanger. So what's next for Kate? Uh, well, right now I'm working on book three, and Kate uh, made a friend, actually um, uh, an ally in A Legacy of Murder, and he is a, a single older man named Ivor Tweedy, and he owns an antiquities business, and he has to have bilateral hip surgery, and he is very concerned about his business. And so as book three opens, Kate has agreed to come back to Long Barston and uh, take care of his business while he is recuperating from his hip surgery. And um, she's very pleased because his cash flow has some issues. She's very pleased when an elderly woman comes in and wants to consign a very expensive Chinese vase called a Hunping vase, which was um, a, another name for it is a soul jar. And it was, um, they, they were made during the Han Dynasty, which is about two to 400 B, uh, AD. And she's very excited about this because the woman says, well, you know, if, if all goes well, um, I've, I have a lot of other art and antiques that my husband collected and I, I'd be willing to consign them too. So she is thrilled with that until that very same night, the woman's body is found in the back room and the Hunping jar is missing. So now everything is, uh, has just gone to pot. And uh, the reputation of the shop is at stake. Uh, Ivor will probably be liable for the cost of the of the jar, which is probably three hundred and fifty thousand dollars to whatever wh whoever this woman's heir might be, and so um, it it goes from from delight to um, to disaster. Yes, that's, uh, missing antiques and dead bodies certainly sounds disastrous. <laughs> yeah. Now you mentioned soul jar. I'm assuming that's S O U L. Uh, does that have S-O-U-L, yes, uh-huh. So these, uh, these jars, you, you can look them up online. They're actually very unique. They were made of kind of a celadon green glaze over clay, and they are absolutely individual. No two have ever been found alike, and so it is thought that a person would actually c consign them to be made during their lifetime, and they're are often um, symbols and uh, animal figures, real animals, mythical animals, sometimes little 
little people there, um, buildings, very, very complex. And um, it, they don't believe that the, uh, the, the ashes of the person was put in there or any of the internal organs of the individual like in Egypt, but that it was, they were thought to, con uh, to contain the soul of the individual. And so um, they would often put uh, just scenes from ordinary life on these things. And um, so that's the kind of jar it is, and that's why it's called a, a soul jar. And when can we expect book three? <laughs> that's a good question. I am working hard on it, um, but I don't know. I, I don't have a pub date yet. Okay. And where can readers buy a copy of A Legacy of Murder? Oh, Legacy of Murder can be bought at all the usual sources through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, Target, Walmart, Kobo, IndieBound, um, you know, all, all of the usual outlets. Is it available in audio as well as in print? Uh, a Dream of Death is available in an audio version. Both books are available in an e-book, and I think that the second book may be an audio book, but it isn't yet. So they, they are hard copy, they are ebooks, and A Dream of Death is in, a, in audio. And where can readers find out more about you? My website is uh, ConnieBerry.com, and uh, there you can see a little bit about me, uh, where I'm going to be in the upcoming months, and a little bit about the books, and, um, and then contact me as well. I also have a newsletter that I put out once a month, and you can sign up for that on the website. And can they find you on social media? Social media, uh, Facebook, I'm at Connie Berry Author. I'm on Twitter at Connie C. Berry. I'm on uh, Pinterest at Connie Campbellberry. I, I should have coordinated all this, shouldn't I have, but I didn't. And um, I'm on Instagram as well at Connie C. Berry. And I'll post those links in the show notes. Okay, thank you. Well, thank you for joining me today in the Cozy Corner, Connie. Well, it has been so fun, Alexia, and uh, I look forward to seeing you in person. Me too. This has been your host, Alexia Gordon, author of the Gethsemane Brown Mysteries, with my guest, Connie Berry, author of the Kate Hamilton Mysteries. Her latest, A Legacy of Murder, is available now. Thank you, listeners, for joining us. Until next time. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cozy Corner Podcast, part of the Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. I'm Alexia Gordon, author of The Gethsemane Brown Mysteries and the host of the podcast. Tune in next time as I chat with another author writing on the lighter side of crime. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.